0: what's up and welcome to groundbreaking a friendly original podcast bringing you the young creatives redefining entrepreneurship and introducing you to tomorrow's leaders today i'm jake brewer let's get started remember the name candace peterkin She's the founder of She Is Art, a magazine and art space amplifying women of color's voices. Today, I have the pleasure of chatting with Candice about her own inspirations and why a platform like She Is Art is long overdue. Hey everybody, what's up? Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Groundbreaking. Um, We're a few episodes in now and I think this is such an eye-opening experience for me personally. I'm learning so much, I think from a selfish standpoint. Of course, this show is meant for people like you who are listening, but... For me, I am like frantically writing down notes as we're doing all these episodes because these are people who just inspire me so much and who are donating time out of their crazy busy lives just to really make sure they're sharing their expertise. And I think it's something so valuable and something that really stands out for our sort of generation, how willing we are to share expertise and advice and experience. Um, As competitive as so many industries are, what's so unique in exciting about, again, our generation is that we are actually really here and excited to watch other people be lifted up. Um, And I think going off of that, there is no other person who I'd want to be interviewing today who embodies just that, is such an inspiring person. And I know I say that about everybody, but she is the embodiment of this word. And we met about a year ago now, which is crazy how fast time flies, and I feel like I say that again every single episode how fast time is going by. But really, it does. Um, I'd like to, of course, I'd like to consider like one of my good friends. Um, maybe she doesn't feel the same way. Um, <laughs> no. Hopefully, but um, Candice Peterkin, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And definitely you are one of my good friends. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay, good. I'm like, you're like just saying that too. So you're like, okay, he doesn't like look bad. (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) Um, Of course, you are the founder of She Is Art, which is a brand that has grown so much online just in the time that I've known you. Um, And somebody, you're somebody who I've really wanted to be a part of this podcast because of how... Um, not only how inspirational you are, but because of the way you've built your sort of brand and how resilient you are and how you accept growth um, mm-hmm. so much. So we're gonna dive into so much today. Um, but I think I always, I always say like, I can basically pitch your brand for you, but you're sitting right here. So why don't we have you pitch to your art? Um, and don't worry, I think the word like pitch like sends shivers down our spine because we're like, oh God, don't worry. No one here is judging you. If anything, we're here to learn. <laughs>
1: So should I start from like the beginning, beginning?
0: Yeah, just like, I don't know, whatever. um, Or like, I guess what's like your, if you had to like put like your mission in just like a few sentences, which I know is asking a lot, like what would those like sentences be?
1: So I'd say the mission of She's Art is to uplift and empower everyday women of color, in particular black women. Um, And so I'll give like a little backdrop of, you know, where she's art came from, where it originated from. So as a child, I always wanted to be a history teacher and just because of Black History Month. And I was always confused, like, why is Black History Month only a month? I don't understand this, you know? And once I began to realize that, you know, it's no longer than a month, I was like, ah, scrap this. I don't wanna be a history teacher anymore. (laughs) And so as I got older, I started to understand that I had a passion for just understand, understanding the stories of Black lives and you know, just learning about the history of what Black people have done for this country, America. You know, It definitely blows my mind to see the state that a lot of us Black folks are in today. Um, and so definitely it, it has impacted the way that I, I view just the world in general, but how I view myself. And I was about I was 16 and my mom had to undergo brain surgery and throughout her time she, when she was you know doing her brain surgery she i experienced her getting the lower end of the stick when it comes on to just being treated fairly when it comes on to just having the proper health care that she needed and there were so many different uh, acts of discrimination that we encountered throughout her entire process that it was unbelievable and surprising not really surprisingly enough, um, this happens very often to a lot of Black people. And um, in terms of having a platform where everyday people of color can go and express how they feel about themselves and have a platform where everybody's unified and understands everyone's story in that one synchronized space, I didn't really see that. And so when after understanding my mom's struggles and after understanding you know, the various struggles that other people of color have gone through, whether it be in the healthcare system, whether it just be in living in a society that is not built for them, I was like, I wanna create a platform where we can freely speak about how we're being treated, how we just feel, um, uh, the different things that we're affected by, etc. And so I was like, when I first started, she is art. It was, it was so weird, but everything kind of came together. Um, and everything started to come into alignment in, in, in its place as time passed on. But my boyfriend, he's a graphic designer. And one day I got a tattoo that said, she is art. And this was way before I knew the name that, you know, I wanted to To put on my my business but i just knew i had a passion for again trying to build a platform for people of color so my boyfriend he creates this uh this piece of me and it's like a magazine cover and it's me on the cover and it says she's art and it has like all these different inspirational things on it and It was just awesome. Like, it actually looked like a magazine cover. And I was, like, shocked. I was, like, oh, my God. Like, this could be it, you know? Like, I can create, whether it be a magazine, whether it be just a publication, whether it be just, again, a platform for these people, like, I can do that, you know? Like, there is... a Essence, a Essence Magazine, there is a People's Magazine, there's all these different magazines and there are all these different media companies such as CNN, such as MSNBC, but when it comes on to targeting a specific group and a uh, specific person, we don't see that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, cool, I'll do this and I'll start it for everyday women of color because one, I am a woman of color and I have experiences that I can speak upon myself And I feel like I know myself best. And so let me hit that target demographic. And so that's kind of who I uh, decided to choose to speak to. And um, that's kind of just how the magazine came together. It was more so like understanding my passions and then trying to figure out how can I align my passions in a way where I can begin to make profits. And that's kind of how everything smashed together.
0: That's incredible. I am so amazed by just your what's so unique about your story is that you had that confidence like right out of the gate um and I would imagine like a lot of that comes from like your desire to like provide like a platform in a space that like you craved so much for yourself I'm wondering was there any sort of like hesitation or doubt in your mind because you knew this was such like a universally needed resource were you ever like why, why, why me? Or like, did you ever consider like, maybe like, this isn't my mission? Or like, were you just like, no, this is like, this is what I have to do. Do you almost feel like obligated to create?
1: Right. So definitely, you know, when you have a goal in life, I feel like there's always something that pushes you back to test you to really see like, is this really your goal? You know, like when you're, when you want to lose 10 pounds, but then you you see a friend eating ice cream and you're like, do I really want to lose 10 pounds? (laughs) So uh, definitely, I definitely got pushed and tested. And uh, I definitely was, was worrisome about, you know, pursuing my goals because I went to a predominantly white institution and I was like, I don't think I'm in the right space, you know, I feel like this will be kind of, um, it, it would cause a lot of animosity in my environment, and I didn't want to be that person. But I got nudged, like, so many times where I was like, I need to do this, I need to do this, not for me, but for the people that are next to come, whether it be in this institution, whether it be in another institution, whether it just be in the world, to see that one Black girl from... A very, low middle, a very low middle class family. She can do whatever it is that she sets her mind to and she's going to excel regardless, you know? So I remember one time I was, at, I was doing a startup pitch, a startup competition, and I had like a, a head wrap. It's like a traditional African hairstyle for many Black women. And there was this one uh, white judge who was like, are you really going to wear that thing on stage, you know? and so it was like little jabs like that you know you're kidding no i'm so serious there it was that there was um a bunch of different incidents like my school they even had um a black party so they had people you know people like white people uh, go into a, a space and they decided to listen to rap music Wear belly bumps Wear tattoos Wear like their pants low and kind of like it's, I, w- I wouldn't say this is black culture but they tried to mock what black culture could look like mm-hmm. you know and there and being in that space you just feel like you need to do something that will cause a revolution you know mm-hmm. and that will shake people so that they understand the severity of what they're doing you know because some o- oftentimes or not people do things and don't even care about another person's reactions or their emotions to the things that they're doing and so i was like no i'm going to express what we're feeling And I want to have other people express how they're feeling as well and take their, their emotions and their feelings into consideration. And so there were so many different things that I've been through in life that kind of just led me to my purpose. And again, like I, I definitely was like, I don't think I should, but once life is like, nope, you need to, nope, you need to, no, I have to do this.
0: I'm, I, I I can't even fathom like the thought process that you went through and it's, I think what speaks so highly of you is that you took feelings like that and turned it into something that wasn't meant to stop or sort of criticize as much as like, okay, let's lift up the people who are being hurt by this instead of hurt the people who are hurting us back. Um, I think that takes such a maturity um, that I think a lot of us are afraid to admit that we don't have because what's the simplest of course easiest route is just to retaliate Um, but I mean everything that I've learned about and everything I know that is like not part of your being you are about self-reflection and what can what can we do to make ourselves feel uplifted Um, and that's incredible and so you started She Is Art from there and Did you kind of know that like the direction that you wanted to take for it? Like is what She Is Art today, is that what you anticipated however many years ago?
1: Definitely not. Honestly, like (laughs) I first started She Is Art, literally I started it off by just creating an Instagram page. And I was just saying like motivational things uh, Mm -hmm. that geared towards Black people, right? Like Black person, you are beautiful today and tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. So I was just doing little things like that but i definitely had no direction in terms of where i wanted she's art to go i started to then take it seriously when i qualified to be in um, a startup program so it's kind of like shark tank you get to pitch your business to some investors if they like what you got going on they'll invest in you and through that program i was able to just figure out how i can construct my business model how I can make she's art be a bigger platform than it is now. So after that program, I was like, "Oh wow, I'm playing like I'm wasting I'm wasting my time and I'm playing games, you know, like I need to make this bigger." And so and I need to think bigger. And so after that, I definitely, you know, started to get into the the entrepreneurial mindset of things and and really take my business more seriously. Mm-hmm. But where it is today, I'm super thankful there's so much more things that I would love to be doing where she is art. Uh, but we are definitely 10 times farther than where I was about mm. a month. There's some change ago.
0: Wow. I um, The route that you take is so, I think, powerful because art is like, the best way to sort of channel that emotion and feeling, and is where you can really resonate with people um a lot. So of course it feels like very much like a natural route to take um, and it's and it's a magazine wholeheartedly like that's like your goal. Um, but did it did it start that way or were you like more like invested in the digital space? Um, I know you said you started like the Instagram page. When did you first feel like there was a, like a moment of expansion there? Like what was like your like okay the next step is like
1: Yeah. So, okay, so one, the name She Is Art, I kind of like slapped it on the brain because I was like, like, when I talk about She Is Art and and individuals think about what art is in general, um, it kind of is different from how we view She Is Art. So the reason why I named it She Is Art is because in society, Black women are you know they have these different labels when they walk outside you know there's somebody who may look at them and 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 just already in their mind you know give them a name you know already think about who they are what they do etc and and oftentimes you don't even have to say anything but we know that you know and we put those labels on ourselves whether it be angry black woman ghetto blah 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 so when i say she is art I would like people to think of themselves as a canvas. You're a blank canvas, you place your own names, your own labels, your own values on yourself and you don't let nobody in this world tell you who you are, what your name is, who what you should be doing uh, and, and, and identify you because that's something you do for yourself. And so when we say she is art, we kind of give these women back their freedom, we give them back their power and allow them to understand that they matter, their stories matter and whatever they have going on matters because at the end of the day, they are art and they paint their own canvas um so that's just me like talking about where the name came from <laughs> but in terms of um me getting like a, a feeling of wow she's art is uh going somewhere i did my first um interview with about five different women from various different countries whether it be in, in the different islands so i got somebody i believe from guyana somebody from jamaica somebody from where else i think Colombia. all these different women they came and sat at a round table talk that we created um and we just allowed them to speak about the different experiences that all these different women face regardless of where they come from and they, these women were able to see so many differences and so many similarities and in that and in that entire um I was able to just learn so much myself. I was like, I did this? Like, you know, like I'm learning so much and I didn't even think this would be a thing. And the women there were just so amazing. They were so excited to just be at a panel where they mattered, you know, and and where the focus was primarily on them and allow them to just have a space to talk about whatever it is that they would like to, you know? And so once that entire event happened, I was like, wow, like this is what I want. You know, and granted, it is a magazine, but we also have that video aspect to it where we do these interviews. And by doing that, we become like a curator of our own business because we then create our own content, put it on our platform. And um, and, and, and so that way it grows. But after that, I was like, I I want to do this. I had gotten such a thrill and such a, not not a relief, but... Cause I I was working so hard to just figure out what it is that I'm gonna do with this, you know. It's like it's almost like somebody gives you a baby and you're like, okay, now what, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I was like, all right. So now, how am I gonna, you know? So after doing that video, I felt I felt like I had a purpose, and I felt like what I was doing was meaningful, and it definitely gave me a lot of ammo to be like, you can do whatever it is you want, you know. So. After that, I kind of was like blown away and started to just put myself in all these different places.
0: That's such a, that's such a great story. Cause you have, it's kind of, I like that you point out that you had this ambition and this purpose, but like that was when it was like fulfilled mm-hmm. and I get the feeling that your mindset moving forward was no longer like, what am I missing? It's what do I need to do to continue this, like that energy and, um, I think what a lot of people do is they'll ask themselves, like, how can I, like, grow? But you found something that was obviously working really, really well because it gave you that self-satisfaction fulfillment. And if it gave you that sense of pride, I would imagine that it gave so many other people that, like, sense of, like, wow, like, hearing from these people that I can relate to is so new um, and refreshing. Like, I can't imagine the, like, overwhelming feelings of joy that you had doing that. And did you feel like you got that sort of initial response back from people like saying like, okay, this is what I like to see from you?
1: Mm -hmm, Definitely, after doing that, the women who were on the panel were like, oh my God, we would love to be a part of another panel. After actually editing and putting the video out there, people were like, this is awesome. Like, I know that one of the women who watched it, she was a teacher and she actually even shared it with her students wow and so manages giving the student uh, the students that um the kind of what's the word I'm looking for the narratives from these different women was really important because they were talking about self love from when they were young and how they and how they were missing those factors and how they really mm-hmm. had it. And they were even given uh, different tips on how develop self-love as in being in the society that's not really accepting of you and so these little young like the young girls who were in the classroom they were able to learn so much and we definitely got a whole bunch of feedback after doing that video and that's kind of what i realized uh our, our viewers and our community liked was when we did the videos. And so that's kind of why I'm constantly trying to look for the next interview with another woman or the Mm. next kind of topic I want to talk about.
0: Do you you feel like you had any feelings of, like, pressure or anything now that you are controlling this narrative and what people are feeling and hearing? Like, was that, like, almost, like, scary to you so early on?
1: Mm was that scary to me
0: and it's totally okay to say no too
1: Mm. (laughs) no that's a really good question um because when I initially started shooting art a lot of the 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 pressure was this is all on you like you have to make sure whatever you're putting out there is appropriate and it's, Mm it's speaking truth and it's not only like You don't want to make it seem like you're talking for everyone, but you're, you know, you're having this platform for everyone. So definitely trying to figure out how to, um, how to put that out there in a way where I'm not being like offensive to anybody or speaking like I know everything. So I was definitely like, oh, like this is a lot. But I understood from early on that this is, again, my purpose. And once you understand that you have a purpose in life, nothing can stop that you know so whether it be my fears whether it be my doubts like what I was doing is I was really just starving my fears and just feeding my like passions and my and my goals you know so that's that's kind of what had me just going but I definitely was a a bit afraid of you know just having all that on me.
0: I I can imagine like that that's such a um overwhelming sort of Feeling, but of course, you took that emotion and turned that into drive, and you continued creating. And I'm wondering, was there a point when you felt like you need, wanted to like reevaluate, like the content that you're putting out, or like were you reaching out to people to be a part of it? And how did you go about finding any sort of other contributors? Or, I mean, I don't know, is the brand entirely run by you right now, or like how did you ex- expand from that point?
1: So what's funny is I literally just now decided to switch up the way that I was doing it because I understood the way that I was doing it, whether like, you know, just developing our own content and relying on me for content was, Mm -hmm. you know, and I had the, the amazing opportunity to intern at CNN. And when I was there, I was able to just learn about how these people you know, grab the different content from all these different places and then just place it on their platform to add into, in addition to, you know, what they're already speaking about. And so I was like, wow, if I can just get content from other people that is in relation to our business and our goals, et cetera, and just put it on our platform, why not? You know, that's more content for for my, my viewers. That's less work on me. And we're definitely adding people to our team now. Like we're looking for interns now. We actually have, a team of five and so definitely just not taking the pressure off of us but just easing it in a way where it's like Mm -hmm. there are other curators out there there are other people making content that you can use and so why not do that and benefit from it
0: absolutely I, i i hope this is okay to ask you too we well we went we met last summer when we were interning together and i remember what i remember about you was you were just always working so diligently and so hard. I think everyone in that whole office just admired your work ethic. But um, I'm curious, was doing that work where I'm, I want to say like you learned probably a lot that you could take back, but was it difficult to then work on a project that wasn't so personal after you'd sort of felt that um, pride in like work that you could be doing?
1: Mm-hmm. So was it kind of difficult for me to work on something that wasn't really in alignment towards my purpose? Is what you're asking?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, we spent our summer working and creating content and prepping other brands that were um, outside of our own personality, um, typically. Was that, I mean, did you just did you spend hours like just wishing you could be creating your own thing right now?
1: Yes, Honestly, yes. And <laughs> I think that's kind of also why I was like, this is what I need to be doing. Because when I was there, like I tried to tell myself like everything is a learning experience, you know? And that's kind of how I try to put myself into different positions. Like whether it be a a bad one or a good one, I'm like, it's a learning experience. And so even being at that internship where we were, I was like, this is not 100% what I want to be doing, but I know I can learn something from it. So definitely try to focus your mind on where you are right now, being the present, take what you can from you know this experience that you're in and then you know when the time is over you then focus on you know what it is that you really want to be doing you know because so often we take ourselves out of the present and we lose sight of what's really in front of us and there's so many opportunities there and so I was definitely like stay focused Mm -hmm. Um, but it definitely was a constant jab at me like this is not what you want to do this is not what you want to do and I think what that you don't want to do thing was, was work for other
0: people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I was like, I need to become who it is that I would like to become, to fulfill my own needs and my own wants. Because internally, like I said, it was jabbing at me, like jabbing at me.
0: <laughs> Moving forward, Candice really rose to every single occasion and it's a story you cannot miss. Give me 30 seconds. We'll be right back with more Groundbreaking. Okay, okay, I'll admit, I'm guilty of listening to a song on repeat. You know, you find your latest musical obsession and it's all you hear for about a week. But when it comes time to find my next on repeat track, I don't really know where to look. That's why I'm shouting out Friendly on Spotify today. Our team is sharing our favorite tracks for literally every mood, and bringing light to new artists from all around the globe. Now that's a deal that i'm into just head to friendlymedia.com to check out all of our playlists what we're streaming and get the links to our profile and your next musical obsession too Happy listening. Welcome back to Groundbreaking. I am so glad that you are still with us. Today we're talking to Candice Peterkin. She's the founder of She Is Art Magazine. And the rest of our show is gonna follow um, much of her journey and especially an emphasis on fundraising and what that does to you and how you can get people excited about a vision that you see so clearly. I think what you say about taking something that you could learn from it is really, really powerful because I think a lot of people who are listening right now who are in a similar boat of starting something new realize that like as much as you want it to be your nine to five, your daily, like in your main source of income and such, um, it, it can't always be because at the end of the day, bills are due and you frantically want to figure out how you can monetize that and get that sort of funding there and I think it's powerful to recognize like those sort of instances are something that you can learn from no matter how it fits back into the implantation of Mm -hmm. your, um, your own brand. So that's, that's like really, really powerful. And speaking of fundraising, I specifically thought I wanted to talk to you about this because you do such a great, like you have such a great way of like fundraising. And I think it's such a tricky and often awkward, maybe you agree with me like line to walk because when especially when you're starting out and you really don't have like a like a log of content there that people can really reference or your work is to be made and that's why you're fundraising it's difficult to ask for money and I think probably because I mean people like us are we're trying to get money together and we're trying to like build a savings so we know almost that money has like a larger value to us and so asking for it just seems so so frightening and so I'm curious when you started launching like your fundraising efforts what was the thought process you had and what went through your mind of like how can I do this uniquely
1: Mm. so definitely fundraising like you said it can be kind of intimidating in a way because you have to go out your way to you know crowd funds and um it it definitely can be like you know for a lot of people for for me like I think I was able to get funding by just emphasizing on why we need the funding and um, people supported that. Why? And so definitely um, once I understood that people supported my why, it just made me more confident in my why, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm doing this for a reason. It's not like I'm just saying, Hey, can you lend me like five thousand yeah. dollars, you know? <laughs> It's my, that money is going towards a very important purpose. And yeah. so understanding that, you know, you have a purpose, you have a really good and a very strong why, I think can definitely um, help you feel more confident in, you know, just whether it be pitching, whether it be just talking to people, whether it be just being like, hey, I would love your help. You know, because you're you're not doing it to just ask people for money. You're doing it for a, a reason to help others, and so that's that's kind of why I was just like um, a bit more confident in my um, in my outreach to others in terms of trying to get funding. So, yeah.
0: You. It sounds like you you gave them something very practical. I think. Or with any sort of like donation thing, knowing where your money is going is something that inclines people. Um, and I was talking um, with somebody recently and they were like, you know, people, it's a gift to give. Like
1: mm-hmm. People really
0: feel like it's, um, it's something fulfilling to them too. It's where you're, it feels like you're benefiting. It's actually giving them an opportunity to say, hey, I support you, which means a lot in of itself.
1: Yes, very true. Like I know I had some investors who were like, hey, Candace, honestly, we are not just investing in what you have going on, but we're investing in you because we Mm -hmm. see how strong minded you are. We see how much, like, how much determination you have um, to just see your stuff grow. And so, definitely, people get a thrill off knowing that what they're contributing to is something that is uh, resourceful, beneficial, and just good at the end of the day, you know?
0: Absolutely. Do you remember? like your first initial fundraising or like that first like donation that you got and like the what like that feeling was like
1: okay yeah the first donation I got was from this amazing man who lives in Florida um and uh he was able to give me five thousand dollars to just help us get my stuff off the ground and literally like it just made me like when you, it's so weird because when people do things for you or when your things come through that you've been like working on for a while, you just get this ammo of like, okay, what next? What next? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because one, it's not like, it's, you don't want to let yourself down, but you don't want to let the people who believed in you down. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a two and a two way street kind of pressure. So you 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 want to just do what you have to do, not only for yourself, but for the others who are watching you, you know? And they yeah. are watching you regardless of where you are. So definitely um, just just keeping that in the back of your mind. And I, w- I was so thrilled. I was so blessed. I was so happy. I, w- I wasn't expecting it at all, you know? Well,
0: how how did that, like, it did it happen? Did he just stumble upon <laughs> the work you were doing? It was like,
1: well, hey, I want
0: to support somehow or?
1: Well, okay, so he was one of the people who had donated to me when i was doing the starter program Mm -hmm. and i reached out to him again you know saying hey this is the fundraising that we're doing blah 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 he was like okay awesome here goes another extra blah 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 you know and so after that i was like wow like this is awesome and again he even stated to me like we're donating because we believe in you and so yeah I was just like super happy.
0: (laughs) How much in those sort of early stages did you place yourself with the brand? Um, Because I think what's really interesting is it's very much a, I want to say a trend now for like young creatives to like attach themselves to their brand really strongly because at the end of the day, like every single piece of communication, every single piece of business is human to human. Um, So I think it helps. How did you like to sort of, like decipher what that was gonna look like? Cause obviously this super generous guy was like, I wanna invest in you, but he was investing in the brand too. But of course, like this brand was meant for so so many more people than just you. So how did you like figure out what that was gonna look like?
1: What's funny is when you, when you asked that question, <clears throat> I was very afraid of, I, I didn't, it was like kind of unconsciously that I was doing this. But somebody had to tell me for me to then realize, like, hey, you are the brand. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, because if you mess up, you know, the brand messes up in a way. If you do something wrong, then the the brand does something wrong. And so once somebody told me that, I was like, oh, my God, I have to get my life together. (laughs) not to say my life wasn't together but you know just make sure i'm constantly on top of what it is that i'm doing because again i don't want to let my brand down i've worked very hard to build what it is that i have now and to you know be in a space where i am right now so definitely just understanding that hey you are the brand and um the brand is very big but you represent it right Mm -hmm. like if somebody's like oh who's the founder of she is art they're gonna look at me and i have to look my best you know because yeah. i like my company to look its best you know so definitely just understanding that and um just just representing my, myself in the best way that i can
0: that's that's a it's a lot of pressure i'm like i can imagine that's i don't know was that what you like intended like when you first started did you think that you were almost going to be i mean for lack of a better term like the face of no. she is art
1: no and when i did my first interview literally i was not in the cameras i was like listen this is up for you lady mm. like you yeah. sit you sit on the table like you sit like you know in the circle table and i'll be in the back just asking questions like mm. i don't i don't want my face to be in it and that's because at first i did not understand that i represented the brand and so therefore i thought the people who participated, who participated and who supported the brand made up the brand. And that's false. And so once I started to understand that, hey Candace, you represent your brand, you know, you know, so now you have to work with it. So then I started to say, all right, cool. So now I have to be on the forefront. Now I have to be, you know, seen not only just on my Instagram, but I have to like actively be a part of it. And so I definitely had to just switch everything. And that's fine. It definitely was a work in progress because I was, again, afraid of the pressure, afraid Mm. of failing, and then my business fails. But, you know, you have to adjust as an entrepreneur, you know, you just have to.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's, I mean, of course, there's always a choice, but it feels like there is like no other choice. Like, this is what is needed, like, and you're like, okay, I'm going to step up and adopt that. That's incredible and takes so much confidence. I one of the many things that inspires me about you. But um, I want to kind of move a little bit forward. I don't know how far in your timeline we're jumping ahead, but um, with We Are Art, that's your like latest fundraiser and event. I know, of course, it had to be postponed um, until later. It was originally supposed to be earlier this year. Um, I, I imagine that was probably really difficult and I can't even fathom the number of hours and work that you put into it. How do you feel like this fundraiser was unique um and what's in store for it and like how is it like fulfilling your mission because I know you're really trying to get people involved
1: right so definitely like when I first thought about we are art um because when you when somebody hears she is art it sounds like you're single-handedly speaking about one particular person and Mm -hmm. if I said we are art I'm being very much so inclusive and we are very inclusive for she is art but we focus on a particular person Right, but we're not excluding anyone but for this event I was like okay let me just call it we are art so this means that everyone you know can be a part and everyone can be the focus point point. and so we um, we started off by trying to just by trying to just have an event that can be a community initiative so we wanted to have different um, vendors apart different but but those vendors would be like local businesses local business owners and we also want a different talent from various different local artists whether you're a singer dancer um poet etc kind of just to bring the community together and to say hey like i know the world is big but we can support our local business owners our local talents and here they are and because so much we get so you know and that's again what shades art's purpose is is to play with whose voice matters and the hierarchy scale that's in place of who's important and who's not right and so having this event where we can show all the local talent where we can show all the people who are here and highlight them and spotlight them um we kind of are are doing what we what we hope to do with our our mission and our purpose and so it it was it, it was definitely a um a very sad Thing, to know that we had to postpone, but I think just postponing allows us to create a, a, a more um, a more constructive and a, and a better event, you know, for, for lack of better terms.
0: Absolutely. I, lo- I love you. Always find the silver lining in everything. Somehow you do it, <laughs> even when it's difficult. Um, I, I want to talk like a little bit more about How you sort of put that event together? Because I think one of the scariest things is trying to introduce or welcome other sort of people in their brands to support your brand. Um, Because whether you have like the most confidence in what you're doing, um, it can be hard to like ask like even just any vendor to say, hey, come be a part of this and prove your value to them through an email. So, how did you go about um, thinking about how you were just going to get all these people involved and make them feel like they were really welcome there?
1: And i literally just started to think about all the local artists all the local business owners that i personally support mm-hmm. and that i know my friends support and and other people that they don't support right because i didn't want to leave out anybody i wanted to say hey we're having it literally i went knocking on doors like hey do you want to come to this event <laughs> <laughs> like, would you like to be a part because honestly i wanted it to be a huge community initiative and we um definitely uh almost hit our goal we definitely have 200 plus tickets sold um and we're trying to like the goal really is like 500 you know but that's like pushing it but that's our goal like we want that because you're gonna
0: get there you're gonna get there i know it (laughs) even even if i have to buy 300 more tickets i'll do it i'll do it (laughs) i want this so badly for you
1: yeah like that's our goal because we want to see i want because when i was a kid I never went to anything like this, you know. I never went to anything like that where I was able to say, "Oh my God, that's the you know mom and pop shop down the block. Hi, mm-hmm. I owe you. Let me support." you let me give you some dollars to have continuously help you flourish like i wanted something like that for myself i wanted to be able to see who's in my area that knows how to dance that knows how to sing and how i can support them and not just listen to all these mainstream you know hip-hop artists and all these different people who are up there you know i kind of wanted to bring back down the scale and say okay here are these amazing people let's highlight them and so I, I really wanted that not only for myself but for just the younger kids in the community you know like I live in a town that you see on the news where they're shooting almost every night and when you actually come here it's not just that you know there are amazing people in this area there are people who are willing to put their life on the line for others and so i was like we need to to diminish you know all the negative connotations that people associate with the town that we live in and fill it up with positivity
0: absolutely it sounds like this came really naturally for you yeah like that sort of like Cause you focused or started with a really clear focus and a very clear, like demographic that you were thinking about and who you're going to uplift. But with like no sort of explanation, like you like jumped in to say, this is my community. I'm going to like support it. Um, Was there ever like a thought like you, that you were consciously doing that or is that just like so inherent? Hmm. Not
1: really. i I I never really knew that it, you just brought it up for me, like that it was, you know, (laughs) that it was something that I was doing unconsciously. Um, But it's great to know that I'm tapping into my inner childhood and my inner child self and my inner needs and wants, you know, because I guess as a child, that's something that I've been craving. And I'm like, Hey, if nobody's gonna do it, I'll do it, you know, whatever. I'll do it. (laughs) And so that's, that's kind of what I'm doing. And I'm proud of myself for, you know, just, understanding that I'm doing that for myself and it, it's so many times you know just being an entrepreneur like I'm kind of getting off track but just being an entrepreneur you, you there's so many battles you have to go through right and kind of just saying wow like nice job you're doing okay like you know applauding yourself for the little hurdles that you jump over is kind of like what you have to do to continuously go you know and so Definitely understanding that I'm I'm tapping into, you know, my passions again and my purpose and what it is that I really started She's art for it just makes me happy because the more I am engaged in what I'm doing and the more that I understand that I'm what I'm doing is purposeful will make me just, you know, go at 110 miles per hour, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that that's kind of where I am.
0: That's that's awesome. I I wanna talk to you. A little bit, and I might be switching gears a little bit here if that's okay. The content that you put out is so consistent and well put together, your brand is so clear. How do you like find these incredible stories? And how do you like do you just like constantly like, look through the internet? Are these personally recommended, or how, how are these stories coming to your attention?
1: All right? So, again, she's art focuses on everyday women of color and me mm-hmm. being a woman of color and going through experiences myself, I know that there are different things that I personally would like to talk about, that I personally would like to hear, that I know my mother would personally like to hear, talk about, et cetera. So it's kind of like, again, since I know myself and I know that, that I'm talking to a community that is in relation to me, mm-hmm. I feel like I know what it is that they want, you know? So I'm literally just saying, okay, this? What do you? What would you want to hear today? And if I don't ask myself, I ask my mom, I ask my cousin, I ask my friend. I'm like, what would you guys like to hear? Or what what kind of story would be intriguing? You know. And so our latest story that I'm actually um, working on right now um, was an interview that we did with about three mothers to be and some doulas about being pregnant in black during COVID 19. And and that's such an important topic because black women die at such a higher rate than any other race in this in this world when it comes on to giving birth you know and there are so many different societal and health issues that lead into that that is very important to talk about and then to add covid-19 is like another fuel to the fire you know and so definitely just understanding where those women's where those women are in their headspace at this time and just what they're going through i think would allowed so many women to just be like, hey, like, that's crazy. I, I relate to you. or thank you so much for sharing that story. And then we have the doulas and the midwives come and just interject some um, resources that these mothers could, you know, turn to in terms of getting help. And so definitely I just think about a lot of the things that I think my community wants and needs and what my friends and family would want and need at these given times.
0: That's such as I think it's such a simple but complex thought too is like that obviously again I think as we mentioned earlier like it's human to human Mm -hmm. so like this is what you want to see and what people you know want to see are often what other people want to see too Mm -hmm. Um, so it's interesting that you took this large idea and thought about it on the individual basis Mm -hmm. um, which is incredible and it sounds like you really have to act fast too Mm -hmm. because everything that you do is very timely and makes a lot of sense um, when it's posted. So everything that I see from you is like, oh, like, yeah, like, of course, like she has to like talk about this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fun. It's funny that I say she too because I associate you with the brand. Um, I that's it's so impressive how quickly you do that. And I know you're going through a sort of um, just like revamp and. Um, sort of redesign and sort of refresh of your brand this summer which is so exciting I can't wait to watch all of that roll out Um, what made what made you feel like it was it was time for that or what's this gonna what this new era for She Is Art what's this all gonna be about
1: right so um, our website definitely is something that has been uh, the staple of you know us and I felt like what we had previously it didn't really speak to the, what She's Art is really about. And so definitely trying to revamp that entire look so people get a feel for what it is that we do. They know what we're about. And because first, like, you know, your first impression is everything, you know? And, and if you don't look a certain way, people won't really understand who you are. And so that's kind of why I was like, yeah, it's time for us to reshape, rebrand, um, not rebrand, but kind of restructure how we already have our um, our website up and also after just being again at CNN and being able to just learn so much I was like I'm going to implement everything (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I've done at CNN and put it into my business and I think that's what internships are all about you're supposed to learn you're supposed to take um, because it's just an experience, and you take from that experience what you can, and you implement it in your life, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now, and that's that's the space that I'm in, and so it's definitely been working for us. Like we've been seeing an increase in followers, we've been seeing an increase in our engagement, and I'm super excited to just see where she is our goals in a couple of
0: months. That's so uh, so exciting. I Of course, I'm always just wishing the best for you and it makes me so happy to see your mission being fulfilled by the content that you're creating and with content that you love to create too. It's such a rare thing. and something I wish for everybody, but somebody who deserves it so much like you is so, fam- so fulfilling. Oh my gosh. Um, I want to end with two questions I like to always end every single episode with. Um, first, we'll start off with, um, if you have to manifest exactly what She's Art is going to be like in however many years, this can be like a few months, or I mean, this can be like one year, this can be five years, 10, 20, 30, whatever you want. Um, what is like when you close your eyes and imagine where you want it to be? What does that look like?
1: Okay, so I'm closing my eyes right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I would like She's Art to be a very large platform. I would love for us to have you know, like millions of followers. I would love for us to have our website up and running. I would love to have a space um, not only for the corporation, but for uh, these young children to come and be educated about how beautiful they are about the, tr- the traumatic experiences black people have gone through in this country and why their lives are so important. Um, and kind of to just uplift them in that sense through education and also through just fun activities. Um, because again, like She is Art's purpose is to be there for these people. And not to say there aren't resources already out there, but if we can hit two birds in one stone with our brand, that's the goal. And so definitely if we have a platform that is big enough, the stories that we put out there can have a lot more traction. People can then relate a lot more. There can be a lot more just insight being shared and all these different great ideas that we can then grab from these people, you know, in terms of their wants and their needs and what it is that they would like to see next. And so definitely just building the brand, um, structuring it to a place where people really understand who we are from the from the, you know, from the first time they see us. And um, just having a space where young Black children can be themselves and be loved and be appreciated for who they really are.
0: That sounds exactly like where I see you guys going. Like, of course, this is totally up to you. And whatever you decide to do, I'm going to be so supportive of But like if I were to close my eyes and I would probably say the exact same thing too. So you are on the right path, my friend, and you are so incredible and inspiring. Um, One last thing I just want to ask if that's okay um, is for people who are listening right now and who are inspired by your story, I think a lot of the time, like when we listen to um, sort of projects and such similar to like this show is... Like we hear, um, I always like to say like cliche, like sort of like, oh, like have this mentality or something like that. Um, it's often hard once the show ends, you're like, okay, like, wh- like what do I actually like do now? So do you have any sort of like piece of tangible like advice that like, say like in the next hour somebody can do, it's so, like once the show ends, like they have an hour, what should they do to really like build and help get their brand started?
1: The one thing that I would recommend for individuals to do to just get up and go after their dreams is to really tap into themselves. Sit down with yourself. Ask yourself, what is it that you want out of this life? You know, what is it that you wanted to be when you were five, 10? What is it that you loved to do when you were five, 10? What got you inspired when you were five, 10? And and really understand that person, you know, because that person, you know, your younger self really is, um, you know, the person that wants to be who you are today, you know, and they want to do what it is that you're either not doing today. And if you're not doing that, you will constantly feel it. The voices in your head will constantly be there, and you and they might be subliminal. And you don't even know that it's there, but in the little actions that you do, you might see yourself doing what it is that your inner child would wanted to would have wanted to, to do, right? So definitely, just having those conversations with yourself, saying, "What is it that I love to do?" Because again, she is our started from me remembering that I wanted to mm-hmm. be a history teacher just because of Black History Month. <laughs> yeah. And so really just understanding that I had a love for just helping, well, just understanding the struggles and the um, arduous situations that Black people have gone through for many years in this country and just giving a platform for them um, is kind of what I wanted to do since when I was little. And I didn't even know it until I was about 20, you know? Yeah. So definitely just tapping into yourself, just sitting down you know, at peace for about 10 minutes writing down whatever, you know, those same questions that I just listed, what is it that you wanted to do when you were five years old, 10 years old? What is it that you loved to do when you were five years old, 10 years old? And, you know, um, write those things down and, and see where you are today and see and see if it's in alignment to what you have written down from your younger self.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's great. That's like definitely something somebody can just get started on and I think there's a huge value in that. Whether it almost seems like silly that like inward, like self-reflection, it's so important because about your story, like you became this face of the brand and just having a clear, like mental state about where you want to go is so, so useful and something you've really mastered to say the least. <laughs>
1: thank you so much. For
0: well, I, ha- yeah. I have to say like, thank you so much. I know, I know you're, you're working so hard and, Everything that you're doing, and so I'm um, like, congratulations on seriously everything. Um, it's always like such a pleasure. I remember last summer, just like hearing you speak. You have such you hold yourself with such a admirable maturity, but you have such like a youthful energy. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: that it's it's amazing. So like, I, of course, thank you so much for being a part of this.
1: This was beautiful. I can't wait, you know, to just see it come out, and I appreciate it.
0: Oh, you're the best. Well, I hope you know, I'm always supporting you. Always happy to do whatever I can it means a lot to me that you took the time today, Candace. Um, of course I'll plug all your socials and stuff. We're going to get everybody's listening supporting you, but what's like, um, something specific. Maybe you want to point out like really quick before we go, if somebody's like, I love Candace, I love, she is art. What can they do like to support you in some way right now?
1: So definitely you can, um, Follow us on she uh, on Instagram at she art magazine, um, and our website will be up and running very soon. And what you can do is we will begin to have a subscribe like a subscription, so you can um, definitely see the different content that will be coming out with monthly. So once that's up and running, um, definitely subscribe to us. We will be. Um, Starting to post more often on our YouTube, so you can also subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, She's Art Magazine that's kind of where that's our name for everything. So (laughs) (laughs) I love
0: it, I love it. (laughs) Well, count me in, I'm going to be obsessed with everything that you do from now on. So thank you again so much for joining us. It was such a pleasure, as always.
1: Of course, thank you so much.
0: Thanks again to Candice for joining me on today's episode. I, I won't even say hope because I know she definitely left you with something to think about and something that inspired you in some capacity. Now you've gotta follow Candace and her work at She Is Art magazine on social and you can follow her at Candace Peterkin too. And I, I can't say what we have next time on the show, but it. Definitely be ashamed to miss. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite streaming service and follow us at Friendly Media, that's FRNDOY, on all platforms. You can also follow me at Jake Burr Music. Well, that's all for today. I'll see you next time for some more, you know, groundbreaking.